Friends, would you pray with me? Oh God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, O oh God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Jesus knew his time on earth was short. His friends knew it too. Jesus had been preaching a radical word in a time that was not safe for radical words. He'd been healing and teaching people to be less afraid. He'd been breaking bread with the rejected. They'd seen miracles, fed thousands. They'd witnessed healings that defied understanding. They'd heard the good news that would change everything. That the day would come when the last would be first and the poor would finally get their due. He had been making it clear, every single body is beloved, that everybody mattered. That was a radical word. Right here in Boston, our great city on a hill, we have yet to live into this truth. A recently peer-reviewed paper was published noting that when tenants sent in complaints about their housing to City Hall, the city's responses were significantly slower, more frequently overdue, and less likely to result in repair in both racially diverse and low-income neighborhoods in Boston. This led directly to poor health outcomes like asthma due to mold and other maladies. And that's just one statistic. We know thousands more. Health disparities, the preschool-to-prison pipeline, food, deserts, access to quality education, the overabundance of guns, and the under-availability of mental health care. The list could go on. That every body matters. It's still a radical word. The story goes like this. Jesus takes his three best friends high up a mountain. And then, as if the mountain air thinned the already thin veil between the heavens and the earth, Jesus begins to shimmer. He is lit up as if from the inside, face aflame, clothes dazzling, just as suddenly ancestors appear. Moses, great giver of the law, and Elijah, great prophet. And a voice from heaven, this is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. But then, just as quickly, the clouds roll back, the ancestors disappear, and the great voice of God only echoes in their hearts. Jesus now shines, but only with the sweat from his brow from that hike up the mountain. No shimmering light, no mysterious ghosts, no rumbling voice from the heavens. Perhaps it was a miracle of God that made the ancestors appear and Jesus to shine. But what if, what if it was not an additive miracle? 
What if God was revealing the divine spark that was always there? What if it was a peeling back of what always surrounded them, always surrounds us? Jesus aglow with the divine light, ancestors surround with a wisdom greater than our own, and the very voice of God saying the truest thing that could be said of Jesus, said of any one of us, this is my child, the beloved. What if what happened on that mountain was a miracle of a different order, not something otherworldly? What if it was a revealing of the numinous holiness that always surrounds us? What if we, all of us, are alight with the divine spark? The Jesuit poet Gerard Manley Hopkins puts it like this, the world is charged with the grandeur of God. What if on that holy mountain, for just a moment, they saw things as they really are, dazzling, holy, beloved? Every single body, dazzling, holy, beloved. Perhaps you've had moments like this where you've seen a glimpse of that glory staring into your beloved's eyes, touching the impossible softness of a newborn baby's head, or outlining the wrinkles on an elder's palm, the whole world aglow with the grandeur of God. The people outside this church sharing leftover bagels dazzling. The people hidden away in prisons in our city, holy. The children on the playgrounds of Back Bay and Mattapan, beloved. Every person here in this room, even you, even me, we shimmer with the divine light that God put in the very heart of us, and that light still shines. It's got a no matter whatness to it. No matter how life has tried to dim it, no matter what diseases lay claim to your body or your mind, no matter what's been said of you, no matter what you've done, no matter what's been done to you, you shine, you dazzle, you are beloved. It's in you. It's in all of us. Every speck of dirt, holy ground. Every snotty-nosed kid and grumpy adult, beloved. Every single one of us, aglow with the divine spark. It's enough to knock any of us to the ground. The disciples lay prostrate, awestruck. And Jesus comes up to them, touches their shoulders, and says, Get up. In the Greek, it's egairo, or be risen. Because Jesus knows. The mountaintop is powerful, but we can't stay there. We want to stay where it's safe and things are clear, but that is not where God calls us. 
We have to get up because all is not well in the valley. The transfiguration opens our eyes to glory, the glory of God made flesh. And when we allow that glory to change us, to transfigure our own hearts, we begin to perceive the glory in everyone, everything. That transfiguration of heart sends us down the mountain where earthly powers and principalities and the various isms of human sin have attempted to dim the dazzling image of God that lives in each and every person. When we see Jesus in his glory, we know what's at stake when he walks the road to Calvary. When we see God's beloved up close, shimmering in divine light, we know what's at stake in the valley. Where our city's realities do not reflect the divine reality. Where we fall short of loving our neighbors. Where racism and social inequity disrupt the dazzle of our neighbors and ourselves. We can't stay on the mountaintop. We must go down to the valley because we have seen the truth that everyone and everywhere is alive with God's glory. And we cannot let that glory be diminished by the earthly powers that have lost the ability to see the holy in all things. And so we join with our neighbors at Mattapan Food and Fitness and Fathers Uplift and so, so many more who are working to ensure that the divine light and dignity present in each child and elder and every one of us in between in this beautiful city of Boston can shine bright. You dazzling, you holy, you beloved ones, you shine. And we are called to protect that light in ourselves, in our neighbors, and in all of creation. As we journey, may our light so shine together, lighting up the valley, lighting up the city with a holy and radical love. Amen. <laughs>